Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-aged child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Welcome, Impactful Parents. Today, we're going to talk about learning to live unapologetically and on purpose in the life that you're meant to live instead of the one that you think that you're supposed to. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent and welcome to my Inspire and Learn series where real parents come on and tell their story of inspiration and learning. Because a wise man learns from his mistakes, but a wiser man learns from other people's mistakes. And today we're going to learn from Karsta Hurd. And Karsta is a has a story about how she overcame past obstacles to find herself helping older teens and young adults live the life they are passionate about. And after 22 years of kindergarten through 12th grade teaching, Karsta empowers young adults at the beginning of their adulting journey to give themselves the permission to break free from expectations and live the life they're intended to live instead of the one that they think that they should. I'm really excited to have Karsta on today. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Christina. I'd like to start off with your story. Let's go ahead and how did you get here? It's been a long journey, that's for sure. Um, And I'm gonna tell it a little bit backwards. So four years ago, I left my teaching career to start coaching and I really, when I embarked on that journey, had very little vision of what I truly wanted to do. It was about, as you said, breaking free from a career that was no longer inspiring me or lighting me up. And so it's through that journey over the last four years that I have really learned and embraced some of these things that I now like to share with others. Um, When I left university a long time ago, I created what I saw everyone around me creating this sort of what I call picket fence life, right? I was engaged to my college sweetheart. I had finished my student teaching. I had this, you know, beautiful career in front of me. We got married. We built the house in the suburbs with the dog. I even had a minivan and I kind of liked it. It was like this whole thing. And everything was, especially from the outside, everything was what I say. It was fine. Right. Um, there was nothing inherently wrong. My career was fine. My marriage was fine. I just never felt like I was living, right? I was never lit up by any part of it. It was like I was going through the motions of something or playing a part. And like a lot of people, I also, while I, everything was fine, I also felt very burnt out and exhausted all the time. And I think a lot of us equate that to like, well, I'm just so busy all the time. But what I've learned is at least for me, it was because a lot of that energy was spent sort of keeping this house of cards together, right? It was like on some level, I knew that I was living a life that wasn't meant for me. And so, you know, my hyper-organization and like all these weird tendencies that I had were all about sort of keeping everything from just crumbling because I knew there was at, there was that potential that the volcano was at some point going to erupt. And it, if 
I, you know, I don't know if your listeners, I really believe in universal energy. And because a lot of what I had created wasn't meant for me, one by one, those things started to fall apart, right? My marriage fell apart. Um, as I mentioned, I, I left my career. I had another relationship that fell apart. And it's because those things weren't meant for me. What I've learned in hindsight, so I, you know, through this journey, um, I did a lot of healing and exploration into my past. And I, I realized that um, late in college, as I was getting ready to create this picket fence life, I actually um, attempted suicide. And, you know, a lot of people asked me at the time, well, why did you do it? You know, did you just want attention? And not in the way a lot of people thought I wanted attention. It's because I was screaming on the inside. I always say it felt like I had like bees in my head, screaming to say, this isn't what I want. And I didn't know how else to say it. I didn't know how else to get away from, you know, I was, I felt like I was staring down the barrel of this life that I just, I knew I didn't want, but I didn't know how to not do it. And everybody says, well, why didn't you just, you know, do what you want to do? Well, I, you know, I had my parents' expectations, right? And everybody, oh, teaching, that's such a great novel. You know, that's a great career. And it's so noble and it's stable and it's okay. Oh, you're getting married. Okay, great. I had all these expectations. I didn't want to, you know, hurt my fiance. I didn't want to disappoint my parents. I didn't want to be sort of the odd man out, so to speak. Like I said, when I looked around, all of my friends, a lot of the pe other people at the school that I went to, it was very common for everybody to sort of pursue these traditional lives. And so I'd, I'd spent a significant part of my childhood being the odd man out or feeling like the odd man out. And I was kind of tired of that. And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to succumb to these expectations. I'm going to create this life and everything's going to be fine. And like I said, it was until it wasn't. And so, like you said, it's my goal to take all of that learning to help other people so they don't have to go through those same struggles. Because my about two years ago, I was just early in my journey and my oldest daughter, and I just remember this was such an impactful moment for me. She said, you know, mom, I'm really glad that I get to watch you go through this. She said, not because I like watching you struggle, but because I get to learn at my age, which at the time, I think she was 18. She goes, I get to learn at my age. So I don't have to learn it when I'm your age, like you are. And every time I say that, I get like tears in my eyes and I get chills because it's just, that's the power of, of, you know, like how can I impact not just my kids, but other people's kids and, you know, so, and then, so that gets us here to today. Wow. Your story, first of all, is not unusual. If you ask me, I feel like there are so many people out there living out of routine and not living authentically. And I will admit I was very much in the same position at one point in my life also. Um, and I think it happens really easy in parenthood, actually, to be honest with you. We get stuck in our um, routine of parenthood 
that for me personally, I lost who I was because I was so busy taking care of everybody else that I really didn't pay attention to myself. And what you find is that if you are living unauthentically and really just in the routine of the day to day and not really from living from your soul, then eventually your soul will start to scream and things will start to fall apart. So it, it is amazing that the work that you do, that you're helping young people learn to live unapologetically and in their purpose from the very beginning so that they don't have this turbulent time in the middle of their life. Um, as some would call sometimes at that midlife crisis or whatever that looks like, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be midlife is the thing. So I love the work that you're doing. My question to you is how has this impacted your family? Yeah. So like I said, my daughter, um, like that moment was really, I think, a, a turning point. And what I've noticed is um, both of my children now are really letting go of societal expectations. You know, my younger daughter, a lot of her friends come from sort of traditional families. You know, I've, I've been a single mom for almost 20 years now, so we, we are not very traditional. Um, and yet she is strong enough in herself. And I think that whether she would admit to it or not, she has internalized some of this messaging to the point where she's, you know, she's choosing not to go to a four-year school. She's choosing to take time for herself. And, and the same with my older daughter who, you know, we, we come from a pretty traditional extended family and, you know, she's got pink shaved hair and piercings in her face and, those might seem really superficial, but the fact that she's just brave enough to say, you know, this is who I am and, and this is who I'm going to be and how I'm going to live despite, you know, messaging from other family members or, you know, even just culture in general, both of them are just saying, no, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. And, and that makes me so proud. So proud. As so. you should be. That's amazing <laughs> that your kids can get there. It's not easy to dismiss what the public says and tread your own path. And so it's great that your kids are doing that and that you're helping other uh, young adults do the same. So my next question to you is, if you had one piece of advice for your younger self, what would it be? To trust yourself. You, you know, I, I wish I would have had someone to tell me that my instincts, because I had visions of a completely different life that I could just literally feel in my bones. And I didn't trust those because I had spent, and you know, a, a lot of this does come from, you know, healing and, and trauma. And I, I understand that's like a whole other level of conversation, but I, I wish I would have had someone tell me, you get to trust yourself because what you're feeling is what's meant for you. That is really, really powerful. Uh, I'd like to know what was the hardest part of this whole process for you? Because for me, and when I went through something similar and just imagining if I were in your shoes, personally, letting other people down because of those unheard, those expectations that keep you in that box that, um, 
that lives makes you live in the routine and and you know disappointing my parents from what they thought that maybe I should be like all those expectations of letting other people down would be really difficult for me yeah what was your hardest part that was huge um and I think the hardest part is all of the difficult conversations I was avoiding back when I was 20, right? I didn't, like you said, I didn't want to let my parents down. I didn't want to, you know, hurt my fiance's feelings or, you know, break his heart. Those difficult conversations that I was afraid of back then, imagine now you've piled on over 20 years of putting on this facade and now you're choosing to have those conversations. They're even harder because you've built up this persona almost right of this is you know people think you're a certain way and then you're having these conversations and you know there was especially again with our situation as a single mom letting my kids down was huge because I was I'm all they have and so if I let them down they wouldn't have anybody and so that was really probably the hardest emotionally for me but it was you know breaking free you know telling my parents like I love you but this isn't what I want anymore. And just, you know, and even having people come at me and be like, well, what do you mean? You were never happy. You know, it was just the hard conversations were harder. Yeah. It seems like anytime you keep anything in for an extended period of time, it just gets worse with time, not better. Like you need to get those emotions out. You need to get those uh, words out. You got to communicate with people. And the longer you wait, the harder it becomes. And I hear that so much. I'd like to get a little bit into what you do with young adults. How do you work with them? Tell me a little bit about how you help people. Full disclosure, the shift into working with young adults is a fairly new one for me. Even when I stepped into the coaching space, I still held on to some of those residual stories. Um, so right now, um, the impact and the connection I have with young adults is really just through kind of social media. I've got a few, um, you know, for my years of teaching some former students that I've stayed close to and just staying connected with them and kind of learning what platforms they're on. So it's, you know, communicating through social media. I do have a subscription site on Patreon um, where they can get content. Um, I just know that young adults aren't so much for the one-on-one -on -one conversations, especially the younger young adults. Um, and so it's a lot through, through that. Um, but I do have some one-on-one -on -one space for even, I always say some of these conversations are really good for parents. So I do have one-on-one -on -one spaces either for parents or even if you're an older adult, like my age or, you know, and you're in sort of that midlife and you're going, having sort of those same realizations, I would, you know, that's where I started my journey as a coach was with other women who are my age, who are kind of facing that midlife crisis, so to speak. So, um, but I, I think it's really important to, um, you know, communicate with them in a space where they're comfortable. And so it's, you know, it's public speaking at events and things like that, just so that they can hear it from somebody. Yeah. The relatableness too is huge. It means so much to people to know they're not alone and how they feel. They're not the anomaly. There's so many other people going through it. And then to have somebody to rely on. So if 
people are resonating with what you're saying, whether they are in midlife or they have a child that they want to learn how to live unapologetically, how can they get a hold of you? Yep. So the easiest way is through Instagram and it's at Karsta underscore Marie. And then you can either follow me, find me in my DMS or at my email address, which I'm pretty sure is in the show notes, but it's Karsta at KarstaMarie.com. And just, you know, if they just make sure they let me know that they found me through you, that would be great. Just so I know where they're coming from. Um, and I just would like to quick add to as a parent, don't ever be afraid to seek out something like this for your child. I know a lot of times we like to do it ourselves, right? There's a little bit of pride in that. And there's a little bit of maybe shame around asking for help with your kids. I know I've faced it myself with some issues with my kids, but this is like a shame-free zone, judgment-free zone. We're just all about helping each other out to, like you said, just live unapologetically. Let's just all be who we're meant to be. Because despite this movement that I feel like we're in of personal development and growth, I read a statistic the other day that even pre-pandemic, two-thirds of us were still, would classify ourselves as unhappy. And that's just not okay. Yeah, it's not okay. And it's absolutely good to ask for help, to get help for somebody else. And it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you you know, like I think there's like such a stigma toward it. And really we need to squash that because it makes you stronger. The people who ask for help, that's tough. And that makes, that's a strong person that's asking for help. So I really hope that if you're listening to this and you're resonating with Karsta and you just want to reach out to her, please do don't hesitate. Go ahead and reach out to her. Thank you so much for being on today and sharing your story. Thank you for having me, Christina. And if you have an inspiring story and want to share your story with the audience so that others can learn from you, please go to theimpactfulparent.com slash work with me and sign up. But until next time, you got this, parents. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.